Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. I'm so excited to be back with you today. Today we're going to be talking about this idea of pursuing a dream on your heart. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that this month we're doing a 30-day clarity challenge in our free Facebook group. Every day we have a question to help get clarity on who you are, what lights you up, and what calling you have on your heart. Some of you are still working through this and still trying to get clarity on what your thing is, what your purpose is, how you align what you do with who you are and how you can use that to live a fulfilling and meaningful life. But for some of you, you've already come up with a dream. You realize that there is something pulling on your heart and you need to start taking steps towards getting more clarity on that. So for those of you who have a dream on your heart, today we're going to talk about what it looks like to actually pursue a dream as a military spouse. How do you start building this dream? How do you keep pressing forward? How do you know when it's time to pivot or press pause on your dream so that you don't burn yourself out and quit and give up? So let's dive into the show. Are you tired of putting your own dreams and plans on hold? Do you feel stuck waiting for some future season to chase your dreams? You, my friend, were made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Hi, I'm Christine, a military spouse of over 10 years, mom of littles, and coffee connoisseur. I'm here to help you navigate life as a military spouse, get unstuck, and craft a life with purpose. You have something valuable to offer, and when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. It's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. We have this clarity challenge going on and this discovery phase is so important because we have to take the time to stop and reflect on our skills, our desires, our fears, our joys, and figure out what it is that we were born to do, that there is a purpose and a calling on each of us, that we have something valuable to offer that the world needs, that we have been uniquely gifted, something that we have to share with others. And and we start this by asking, what are my skills? What am I good at? My passions, my interests, what frustrates me, what is easy for me? What did I love as a child? What are some of the major defining moments of my life? And what problem do I want to help solve? When we take the time to answer these questions, we will see themes begin to emerge about our life. Themes that give us clues as to what dreams are on our heart and Really, this is all about having fun, getting to know ourselves again and know what dreams are inside of us. And often these dreams have just been placed on the back burner, whether it's because we did what someone else expected of us or whether it's because of we traded it in for a life of comfort 
or we traded it in because we knew that we just needed to be there to support our family and our active duty spouse. But when we bury those dreams, those passions, those gifts inside of us, we wind up feeling stuck and frustrated. So we have to allow ourselves to start dreaming again, to figure out what we value, who we want to be, what lights us up, and what kind of life we want to create for ourselves and for others. Back in episode 9, we talked about this seven-step process for building a life we love. What we do when we realize that the life that we are currently living doesn't look like the life we want. And the first four steps of this process are all about acknowledging where we're currently at and then figuring out what we actually want out of life. This is where we define that dream. But then the next three steps are about laying that groundwork for bringing that dream to life. It's about tweaking. It's about trying new things to figure out what works, what doesn't. It's about gaining new skills and doing the things that are necessary to start moving towards making our dreams a reality. But here's the thing about pursuing our dreams. They're not easy. If it were easy, everyone would do it. Everyone would live a life of purpose. But so many of us don't because it's a lot of work. It takes courage and consistency and commitment and you're probably going to have a few false starts or mess ups or pivots along the way. Last year, I heard this quote from Dawn Sheree Wilkerson, and it has stuck with me. She said, living the dream is different from dreaming the dream. Dreaming the dream is exciting because there's so many possibilities There's so much that we can learn about ourselves and the world around us. And it's exciting to think through possibilities, to think through the life that we want to create, to think about what kind of day, week, month, year we want to live, how we want to use our gifts to serve others, and how we can live a life of impact. So we dream the dream, but then there's living the dream. We can dream all day and that's great, but so many of us stop at that moment. We just keep dreaming the dream. We never take the action steps towards actually living the dream. Why is that? What does it look like to live the dream? How do we actually pursue the dream or idea that's on our heart. Well, today I want to talk about five truths to actually pursuing a dream as a military spouse because we all know that life is unpredictable, that so many things are outside of our control and it just makes it all the more easy to give up and put our dreams on the back burner. So the number one thing is to choose courage. We have to understand the things that are holding us back and be honest about that. 
sometimes we just keep dreaming the dream because we let fear hold us back or we let circumstances hold us back or we let the life that is familiar and comfortable even if we don't love it it's what we know and so it's easier than stepping out in courage in faith into the unknown what happens when we don't step out well it might be a life of boredom it might be a lack of input what if the thing that you were meant to do never happens because you never stepped into your calling. What if the thing that is on your heart is the thing that somebody desperately needs right now? And the choice to be that light, that hope, that encouragement, that answer that they need is completely dependent on your willingness to step out into the unknown, into facing your fears. We have to choose courage. Choose courage over comfort. Choose courage over our fears. Now, if you head over to the website, you can find some of my old blog posts that talk about this challenge of choosing courage and what that practically looks like. I'll probably do an episode on here at some point specifically about choosing courage. But we have to choose courage over over fears, over our comfort to make progress towards our dream. Otherwise, it will always stay a dream. The second thing is to practically own our worth. When we think about a dream, it's really about reviving a great vision for your life. And really, it comes down to believing that you have something valuable to offer, that your story and your skills matter. And, and the first step is to actually believe that, but then to practically own that. To understand that you are capable of taking steps towards who you want to be and doing something that will light you up and impact the world for good. When I talk about practically owning our worth, the best quote that I read came from Jessica Honecker's book, Imperfect Courage. And she said, we can't get to where we want to go in life until we trust the us that is taking us there. And unless that us is healthy and hearty and whole, we will never arrive in one piece. Because here's what I see happen most often. We have this dream. We go for that dream. And we get caught up in the hustle and drive to be successful in our dream. And we go because when you start something, when you chase a dream, there is a lot to do. And it is so easy to get overwhelmed and caught up in the hustle. And so many people out there will tell you, you just have to hustle to get started. That's not an option. Just work, 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 chase that dream do what it takes, work the 70, 80 hour weeks in order to see success. And here's where I want to combat that. You're gonna burn yourself out, especially as military spouses that don't have that support system. If you do not take steps to practically own your worth and prioritize your health, 
and your wholeness, you'll never get there. You'll never arrive in one piece. You won't be able to prioritize what matters most to you and to your family. You won't be able to support your spouse and chase your dreams. It just doesn't happen. And it's hard because you're not going to move as quickly as somebody that's working 70, 80 hours a week. But what we are focused on is a life of wholeness, a life of impact, a life that aligns what we do with who we are. And that does not happen overnight or even in the short term. What we are doing is setting ourselves up for a lifetime of impact, of building a life that we love that impacts the world for good. And and that is something that I don't think it's talked about enough because we want to see success in the short term. But what we really need is success for the long term to leave a legacy of impact. So we have to care for ourselves along the way, to care for our body, our mind, our spirit, our family, and steward the resources that we have. We have to take responsibility for our life and set the example so that we can empower others to do the same. This is the big vision for my life, is to help you reframe how you think about life as a military spouse and show you that it is possible to chase your dreams and live a life of purpose without burning yourself out, without sacrificing your health and your relationships along the way. So as we talked about in episode 15, our foundation has to be built on a foundation of rest. If we are not starting from a place of rest and prioritizing rest in our lives, if we are not caring for ourselves, our physical, mental, spiritual health, we will never get to make the impact that we are meant to make and live the life that we are meant to live. So number one, choose courage. Number two, practically own your worth every single day. Number three, prioritize the dream. This is the most practical component to this whole process because there is only one thing that can get you through the difficulty of bringing a dream to life and that is your schedule and for some of you you are scheduled people you're detailed people and this is like okay I just want to live my life on a schedule and for some of you that is the last thing you want in life you just want to take life as it comes you want to just live in the moment and not be tied to a particular calendar or a schedule Um, But if you want to bring a dream to life, you have to set a schedule, especially if you have young kids, because how much time you have to devote to your dream is going to look different in each season of your life, whether your kids are in school all day, whether you are at home with littles, whether you have newborn at home, whether your spouse is deployed. But the best thing you can do to actually pursue a dream is set a schedule and time block specific times that you will work on your dream. Now, I know because I have been in that place where I said, I do not have time to pursue a dream from 
the time I wake up in the morning to the time I go to sleep at night, every minute of every hour is spoken for. I've been in that place when my spouse was deployed, when I had a young kid, when I was working a full-time job, when I'm trying to volunteer at my church and do all the things. But you're never going to make progress on your dream unless you actually devote time to it. Now, for some of you that may be in that season of literally not having any extra hours in the day, you are just using whatever moments you have to move towards becoming who you're meant to be, to learning more, to exploring possibilities for how you're going to bring that dream to life when you have time. It's reading books, listening to podcasts. It's learning practical skills that will move you closer so that when you have that time to chase your dream, you will actually make progress and not just spend all that time spinning your wheels. It's not about waiting until you have a big block of time. It's about baby steps that you can take each and every day. So if you're in that season of literally not having any extra time in your schedule, just take baby steps that move you closer to who you want to be. Now, If you do have time, and a lot of us have more time in our schedule than we realize, if you were to take a seven-day period and keep track of everything you do for every hour in those seven days, could you find at least five hours in that block of time that you could devote to your dream? And if you have littles, maybe it's the hour of nap time. In the afternoons. And yes, I know that is like the prime opportunity to get anything done. But if you are serious about chasing a dream, then maybe that's that time that you have to devote to your dream. Or it's waking up an extra hour early in the morning to devote to your dream. Or choosing to spend two nights a week after your kids go to bed working towards your dream. Or it's a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, whatever it is, can you find a block of time and devote it to your dream? And then once you devote that time to your dream, then you actually have to stick with that schedule. You have to show up each and every time, even when you don't feel like it. A few weeks back, I shared the story of this author choosing to leave his job and become a writer. But what he did not do was just say, hey, I want to become a writer and quit. He set the goal, hey, I want to be a writer. And then he said, okay, if I want to be a writer, then I'm going to practice by writing a certain number of words every day. And then he committed to that. So every morning, whether he felt writer's block or not, he got up and wrote a certain number of words. So it's it's choosing to show up for that commitment even when you don't feel like it, to make progress towards your dream. So look at your schedule, figure out how much time you can devote to your dream, and then actually show up to that time block every time. For me, when I first started blogging, I had a part-time job, a newborn, and two toddlers at home. And so I did not have a specific amount of time 
every week that I could devote to that dream. But it was choosing when I had a free evening or my husband watched the kids for a couple hours on a Saturday and then I would sit down and devote that time to writing my next blog post. I was not as consistent as I wanted to be in that blog and therefore I did not see a whole lot of growth from the blog itself but the important skill that I was learning was to choose to use the time that I had to pursue the thing that was on my heart. So whatever that looks like in your season of life as a military spouse, continue to choose the opportunities that you do have. And if you do have that margin in your schedule, if you do look at your week and say, hey, I'm spending this much time scrolling the newsfeed on Facebook or I'm spending this much time watching Netflix or whatever that distraction is for you and then figure out how much time you can devote to pursuing your dream and becoming who you're meant to be. Can you devote five hours a week to your dream right now? Number four, pivot and persevere. In episode 17, we sat down with Christy Kinison, and we talked about what it looked like for her to pursue a life of purpose in every season of life as a new military spouse, as a mom of littles, with a husband that was often deployed. She shared what it looked like for her to recognize that she was feeling that tug to move into a new season and how that evolved over time and how she pursued the dreams that were on her heart, how she continued to pivot as she learned more about what was and was not working for her and her family in each season. So she she felt this tag towards, okay, I think I have the time, the margin in my schedule that I could actually go back to work. And I want to work from home and I want it to be flexible And these are the parameters that we're working with. So I think I can do that as a virtual assistant. And then after getting into working as a virtual assistant, realizing, hey, this isn't lighting me up. And if I'm taking the time away from my family and my kids, then I want it to be something that lights me up as well. So if it's not virtual assisting, then what is it? And she found that for her, the answer was copywriting, something that gave her that flexible schedule that she could do from home and still be there for her kids and for her family. This is what I talk about when we talk about pivoting and persevering. A, it's not going to be easy. We're going to have to keep going even when it's uncomfortable. When it gets hard, we keep going. But also we have to be able to recognize, is this something that is lighting me up and is this the right fit? So you're probably going to have a few things that are not the right fit or don't work as well for you and your family as you thought it was going to. So if you try a work from home job and you're like, hey, this is better than me working outside the home or this is better than me not working in this time period, but it's still not the right thing. So you keep tweaking, figuring out where you need to pivot and what's going to allow you to make that impact that's going to light you up but still have margin for what matters. And then the last thing I will say about pivoting and persevering 
is that you are not going to be an expert in the beginning. And sometimes for some of us, especially those like myself who are recovering perfectionists, that's hard because we want to do things that we are good at. And while you may have natural skills and abilities in a particular area, the chances of starting something new is that you're going to do things that you've never done before. And that means you are a beginner. Let's say that you learned to play an instrument. You would not be an expert in the beginning. It takes lots of hours of practice to become good at any craft. This is a mantra that I have to keep in my mind all the time. Every expert was once a beginner. And just because I am not skilled or as skilled as I would like to be, that doesn't mean I can't get there. I have to keep practicing to keep working at my craft until I become that expert. So understand that you're not going to be an expert at the beginning and just get comfortable with that. Okay, so we have talked about choosing courage, practically owning our worth every single day, prioritizing our dream and putting it on the schedule, pivoting, persevering when things get tough, and then number five, bring others into the dream. If you have a dream on your heart, a dream that truly impacts the world for good, that lights you up, don't keep it to yourself. Share your dream with others. We were made for relationships. We were never meant to do life alone. And the easiest way to burn ourselves out and quit is if we keep the dream to ourselves. Most people never go after their dreams. And the world is in awe of those who actually do. They're thrilled to be a part of what you're doing and to see you actually persevering and chasing your dream. We will go farther and do more if we are not in it alone. So invite others to help you in your dream, share with others about your dream, find community and connection and support for your dream. Never be afraid to share what you're doing and ask for help. This is key to not burning ourselves out and not giving up. So how can you bring others into your dream? Can you find connection and support? Can you share with friends or family members or those around you? If you need more support, please come join our Facebook group. It's a free community for military spouses who are searching for purpose and seeking to pursue their dreams. So head over to Facebook, join the group, share what you're going on so that we can help support you as you chase your dreams. Yes, pursuing a dream is hard. Pursuing a dream as a military spouse is even harder. Pursuing a dream that matters as a military spouse without sacrificing your health and sanity is even harder, but it is the way to leave a lasting legacy, to live a life of impact, to do the thing that you were put here on this earth to do. So what does it look like to pursue a dream? It looks like choosing courage over fear. 
It looks like practically owning your worth and caring for yourself. It looks like prioritizing your dream. It looks like learning to persevere and to pivot and bringing others into your dream. So if you have a dream on your heart, step one, go hop inside of our Facebook group, share what that dream is. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram at Christine H. I would love to talk with you about your dream. If you are feeling stuck and you're not sure how to schedule out time for your dream or you're not sure what that is and how you want to live your life, you need a little more clarity or just someone to help talk you through what that dream actually looks like, then send me an email, christine at millspousemastermind.com and request one of the five Get Unstuck Discover You sessions at the special summer rate. When they're gone, they're gone. I understand what it's like to feel like you have something on your heart, but you can't quite figure out what that is or how to move towards it. So if that is something that you need, I want to be able to offer that to you and help you get unstuck and move towards a life of purpose. Until next time, may you live filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey friend, before you go, the Mill Spouse Mastermind community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse. Figure out what lights your heart on fire and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it.